Good evening, everybody. You're going to hang with me just for a couple minutes. I'm on here a little bit early just so we can start generating some people in the room. And my guests are with me, and you will see shortly. But I'm going to wait for the radio show to start. Please share our video and our feeds. Please go to our YouTube channel, which is going across the bottom right there right now. Okay, and we are here every Thursday evening from 8 to 10 p.m. The show will go live in five seconds. Good evening, everybody. I am Gina B. And the place to be is here with me and Mama D and Dr. B. And a little bit about Dr. Battle. I'm going to show you this short little video instead of reading his bio. So we will be right with you in a minute. Dr. Franklin D. Battle Sr. is a revelant and influential voice in ministry, community affairs, and government. He is the founder of Jesus Christ Ministries, Inc., JCMI, Project Real Life Youth Occupational Training Corps, and Lobbying Americans, Inc. For over 44 years, Dr. Battle has provided sound counsel to congregations, families, and individuals across the nation and abroad, particularly on the continent of Africa. He currently serves as senior pastor of Upper Room Church located in Jonesboro, Georgia. Dr. Battle is an ordained prophet. His office as a prophet has been validated by countless miracles, signs, wonders, fulfilled prophecies, and supernatural experiences with God and profound revelation from the scriptures. In 1984, Dr. Battle founded JCMI with the intent and purpose of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ and to establish multiple training centers globally. JCMI has five subsidiaries, which include Upper Room Church, JCMI International School of Ministry, Franklin Battle Ministries, Women of Promise and Women of Virtue. Dr. Battle is also a prolific writer. He has penned 26 books and he has seven published books on the market. His books are biblically sound and focused on the supernatural aspects of Christianity. Dr. Battle has also been interviewed on numerous television programs. In June of 2015, he was featured as a deliverance expert on the program I Was Possessed, which aired on the Lifetime Movie Network. In 2014, Dr. Battle was featured on the broadcast Our America with Lisa Lang, which aired on the Oprah Winfrey Network. The program was titled Fighting Satan. Dr. Battle has a, pa a passion to see individuals transformed to reach their full potential. Since 1993, Project Real Life Youth Occupational Training Corps has provided youth and families in the greater metro Atlanta area with life-enriching programs. These programs include GED prep courses, job training placement, housing initiatives, food and clothing drives, youth mentoring, and athletic programs. In addition to his ministry, Dr. Battle also fulfills various civic and political roles. He has participated in faith-based initiatives for President Barack Obama, President George Bush, and President Bill Clinton. Locally, Dr. Battle was an active member of the Faith-Based Roundtable with former Atlanta Mayor Shirley Franklin and volunteer community contact for former Georgia Governor Sonny Perdue. Dr. Battle is also the CEO of Lobbying Americans, Inc., the mission of Lobbying Americans, Inc. is to educate and train citizens in every aspect of the United States legislative process. 
the organization aims to produce citizens who are active and influential and participating in the American political system. For 15 years, Dr. Battle worked as a national lobbyist and participated in lobbying efforts to sanction Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day as an American federal holiday. Dr. Battle has also advised several distinguished local and national political figures. In 2004, with former Atlanta Mayor Shirley Franklin's consent, Dr. Battle brokered a deal that was over $3 billion. This agreement also resulted in the incorporation of Sandy Springs, Georgia. Dr. Battle and his wife Madeline Battle of 46 years reside in Atlanta, Georgia and have been blessed with three children and have eight grandchildren. We welcome you to the Fox Den, Dr. Battle. And what do you think of that? <laughs> oh, that was wonderful. That was wonderful. Thanks. Made me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you do a lot. So that's a wrap. That's everything about talking. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we got the next. <laughs> yeah, right? Right? Oh, so so it's good to talk to you again. And um, thank you for being here with me and Mama D, Dr. B, if you don't mind me calling you You are Dr. so B. welcome. <laughs> you are so welcome. That's a pleasure. That's a pleasure. Oh. Made me feel at home. Oh, fabulous. Fabulous. So tonight we are going to be talking a lot about the supernatural. And, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's, it kind of fits right into the Fox then, right into uh, yeah. our genre here. So that's our first question. So what is the supernatural? Uh, well, what is the supernatural? I guess it's uh, kind of like a mixed bag of questions and answers, depending on what side you're on. There's a supernatural on the dark side, which is the side of Satan, where witches and warlocks and psychics and all of those uh exist and uh, the supernatural on our side for christians is on the side of the lord jesus christ and what we call the supernatural is anything that's not normal to the natural okay. uh like having visions seeing angels having dreams supernatural uh prophetic or prophecies those are the kind of things that we kind of like intermesh in the kingdom of the supernatural okay mama you got a question for dr b yeah what <clears throat> Sorry about that. I just get all got all upset. I'm talking about how to be. What areas compromise <laughs> the supernatural? Comprise the supernatural. Well, you pretty much answered that one. Oh, uh, again. Yeah, you answered that. Yeah. One. yeah, you answered that one. Go to the next. Okay. How and when do you realize that you had the supernatural powers? Well, I've always been, as they say, strange all my life. I was born as a prophet, and I've always seen visions and air ever since I was a little young child. So it's just a lifelong commitment uh, in the super. Do all, do all people, all humans have these powers? Uh, I would not say so. We have the, all humans have the uh, uh, I guess the ability to have the access to it, but on the light side, you have to be a part of the kingdom of God in order for that to be activated. Or on the dark side, you have to be a part of the kingdom of Satan for that to be activated. Meaning you have to be saved on one side or have dedication or commitment to Satan on the other side because they are operated by spirits. 
I didn't get that. They're operated by, and, and then I cut out. Can you repeat that? <clears throat> by, the, by the spirit realm. On our side is angels or the Holy Spirit. On their side is demons or principalities or powers, those things that are under the rankings of Satan. Hmm. So, all right. I Well, I got to say, I mean, I work with a lot of psychics and and um, like tarot readers and things like yes. that. I don't think they're on the dark side. I think they're on on um, on the right side. It's just they have a gift and they're using those gifts to help people. Mm -hmm. Well, again, on my side, being an expert in this area, we go by what as as relates to us, what the Bible teaches and right. anyone that operates in those gifts always are considered by God on the dark side. And sometimes we can get into uh, the arguments or debates about who belongs to who, but at the end of the day, if we're going to go by the guide on our side of the Bible, then that's what we have to always defer to. All right. You know, Ralph, Ralph Sarchi, he's, he's, a, um, he's in, the, in the field, and he, he's always preaching like the same type of a thing. And, um, but you know, the paranormal community yes. is huge. You know, and I am, and I'm definitely, and I am a part of it. And I do not think that I am, I am on Satan's side. So I, I know I'm yeah. perfect. I am 100%. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, but I do understand, I do understand the scriptures. I do understand all that. Um, now, so, all right. And you can uh, you can really see that real clearly in the book of Acts, chapter 16, verse 16, in terms of the, the little psychic that was following Apostle Paul and uh, and his company and was prophesying to them. And Apostle Paul cast the demon of divination out of her and she ceased her, her practice. She lost her practice. Because she lost the demonic power that was called to say the things that she was saying. Hmm. Okay, so then that's the book of Acts, chapter sixteen, verse sixteen. Okay, All right, yeah, I wrote that down because I'm gonna, I'll, I'll look, I'll look that up, and everyone. Um, hi, everybody that is watching tonight. Um, uh, Darian is our guest next week. She just joined in. Hello, Michael. Hello, Lisa. Um, welcome, everybody. Please again share this uh, video, share the feed to your pages and on your personal pages, and we appreciate it. Um, so now you're saying that, or what are you going to say, Mama? You, you, you're, you're real. <clears throat> okay, I'm, I'm just going to, for right now, stick to the questions there. Um, have you ever been visited <laughs> or confronted by a witch? Oh, my God. Yes, a lot. Just about my whole life. In fact, a real true story that's funny. Uh, we, had a, we have a member that used to be a, a practicing witch and a, her mother and a grandmother. And so they sent her to attack me one day. And so she got a big whipping when she came. She ended up turning her life over to the Lord, and now she's a member of the church. <laughs> oh, wow. Because she met a power that was greater than their power. Wow, 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 wow. Um, so, okay. So I happen to know a whole lot about, about that area. Uh, yeah, yeah, I have, I have, um, yeah, I have, I've known quite a few witches in my day because um, I'm from Massachusetts, which is real yes. Salem. And there's a lot of witches in Salem. And uh, still, mm -hmm. to this day, you know, they're everywhere. Yeah. And more natural. A lot of them in Georgia, too. Oh, I bet. I bet. You know, New Orleans, you know. Uh, well, they're, yes. they're peppered everywhere. You know what I mean? But I don't think they're, again, I don't think that they're all doing bad. I think there are good and bad and, and everything and in all areas of, of 
these talents and these gifts abilities and abilities mm -hmm. and things you know um that my opinion um that does the devil really exist or is he a fairy tale oh my god if god exists the devil exists if jesus exists the devil exists if angels exist demons exist that's true that's true so yeah well, what's we the, have to remember that satan was cast satan was cast down before god made adam and eve they, he was already cast down from heaven okay okay so now all right if, so we have we, we have heaven we have hell we have an angel realm yes we have a demon realm right yes there's there's a hierarchy in each yes exactly so do you know all about the you know who who's who in in both realms exactly yes to the degree by which they have been revealed yes remember right. satan is not located in hell satan is located in the second heaven the second heaven is beneath the third heaven where god's throne is located satan also have kingdoms on the earth where he, he's located in different churches such as the catholic church that's satan's church in the earth and you find that in the book of uh revelation from chapter 14 all the way to chapter 19. and he has many other churches many other organizations that he operates through as a screen or a device where he can't be noticed of who he really is satan doesn't always come for there's someone that's red and have horns and a pitchfork that's that's deception he comes just like a regular man or deceiving like he's a regular man but he's a fallen cherub and he was of the second rank of angels in terms of what we thought at the time but we've discovered since then there are many other ranks of angels that's much higher than the cherubs and much higher than the seraphims because before the seraphim was thought to be the highest but there are some that are actually higher than they are in, in terms of rank and authority can you like kind of go into that a little bit more like like who is the who is the highest of the angels? Is it is it like Michael? Is it I mean is it the are, are the archangels the highest or who's or who? No, no. In fact, Michael, Michael the archangel is actually lower in rank than than Satan is, and uh, you see that uh, in in the scriptures in terms of the book of Jude, where the scripture said that when Michael contended with Satan about the body of Moses, he dared not bring a reviling accusation against him, but could only say the Lord rebuke you because Satan was higher rank than he was. But because Michael is a warring angel and in charge of all of the warring angels, his job, his assignment and his role is to dust the devil off, to give him an old fashioned whooping every time God wanted him to be beat. He take him out back and beat him like an old rug. <laughs> but his ranking in terms of is, <laughs> is less or lower than Satan himself. But Satan is, is, is lower in rank in terms of the uh, seraphims and other ranks that are higher than that. In fact, his ranking, Satan ranking is, is lower than man because man was created as God of the earth that he would rule over Satan and all of his demonic demons on the earth when God created Adam. Right, right. I'm sending my I'm sending hearts to all the people that are watching. My my Bob's in the room. Big heart for you. Um, thank you all for watching. Um, Mama, you got a, a question? Okay. Well, uh, there, there's a lot of talk going on in in the chat room, yeah. and if everybody has an opinion to what's going to be said and what what is going on in the chat room. So first off and foremost, please everybody uh, be very yes. respectful of everybody else's opinion, whether you agree with it or not. 
Okay. Um, and Dr. B is our guest. And whether, you know, I agree or disagree, it doesn't matter. I still have respect for the gentleman. Okay. I'll still pick on him. And he's still met complaining because he had to put on a headphone so it messed up his hair. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you are so right. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> um, how can yeah, how can I go to heaven? Well, uh, again, uh, you have three heavens. You have the first heaven, which is the atmospheric uh, presence around the earth. You have the second heaven that is above that, and you have the third heaven. Uh, which is warlocks, all those people, they can out of body travel to the first two heavens, but they cannot go to the third heaven because they are forbidden to go to the third heaven because only those who belong to God can go to the third heaven. And so, okay, so we can, when I pass, as, when I pass away, do I uh -huh. zip past one and two and go to three? It depends on how you pass away. If you pass away as a born again believer, actually you do, because the word says that absent from the body is present with the Lord. So if you're born again believer, you go directly to the third heaven. But if not, go directly to hell. There is no middle road or no middle place. It's only two places of eternal confinement. That's hell or heaven. You just said there's three heavens. So how do you get to the? All right, the who goes to the first and the second heavens? Well, the, the first heaven is not necessarily a place where people are bold. It's like the atmosphere around the earth. Uh, that's the, where the first heaven is. The second heaven is where Satan is. His Yes. Okay. Well, they astro project and all those kind of things. They also astro project outside of your house or outside of your business or in your home. And a lot of times, and this is why uh, we have a lot of difficulty with having conversation with people who are involved in the other side that we call consider the dark side it because they say we don't do, we don't dark curses or things that hurt people but they in fact do and what they they want to do is to let you know that they're good good uh witches or you know good this and good that but if, if it was they would be doing good things uh in terms of in the spirit side now on the natural side they do a whole lot of good things they'd be involved in charity movements and and giving this like mother Teresa Teresa and all those kind of people they do a whole lot of good things around the earth but in terms of the spirit, where your eternal soul will reside, that means you only it's only two sides, the side of darkness, the side of light, the side of God, or the side of Satan. There is no middle road, no middle ground. It's all the same. Hmm. Okay, well, Drita says, what about people that don't believe in God? If they don't believe in God, they got one chance. That's to get it right. That's to become saved, acknowledge the Lord Jesus Christ, which is the way to God and be saved and go to heaven or not they didn't go to hell that's all it's it's simple a lot of times different churches and theological uh centers make it so difficult they make all these different choices when there's only two choices god or the other side and that make it very very simple hmm. okay so now let's talk about let's talk about demons now so we kind of got into yes. oh wait i have another question about angels are there yes Women angels? Are there female angels? No, no, they're not. Absolutely not. Never will be. Never can be. It's an all male club. <laughs> all boys. Hmm? Okay. <laughs> all, right. all boys. People, a lot of people say that. A lot of people say, "I see female angels," and you know, like I, I just know that from learning the Bible and everything that I always knew that you know all the angels that are listed are men. You know, a right. um, man. 
And that's really why I'm an expert on the on the matter, not them. I'm an ex, I'm an expert around the world on the matter. So if they can come with me some Bible proof or some physical proof, then we might have a conversation. Now, sometimes people see out of body humans and think that they're angels, but they're not. They're they are out of body humans outside of their body. Either their soul is outside their body or their spirit is outside of their body. It doesn't. They're angels. Hmm. Remember, all of the angel was created before God made Adam and Eve. Right. So that was like his little, that's like his family, basically. And you can't have good without. Well, those are his servants. The angels are God's servants. Okay. Oh, yeah. You can have good without evil because that was the whole existence before Lucifer fell or sinned. You had all good and you have all good again when Jesus come back to rule and reign uh, on earth and set up his kingdom here. You have all good because evil will be gone. Until... And so we had what the guy so and 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 then that went out the window. Um, but when did when did okay? So if Satan Satan was cast down before Adam, yes. right? And one third and one third of the angels with him. One third. That's a lot. Okay. So we have one third of the angels and Satan down on the earth. Right and on on Earth or in another plane, in hell or on Earth. Here again, the, the yeah, the, the scriptures are not uh, replete in terms of where they were. We just know that they were on on Earth and probably in the second heaven by the time God made Adam and Eve. Okay, so then when do demons come into play? They became the demons. The one third of the angels with Satan became the demons. Satan is the head of the demons, but they are all of the angels that sinned with him. God turned them into demons. They were very, very beautiful creatures before, and God turned them very, very ugly after. And is it true that these demons can't be basically destroyed? Like, does your church, do you provide exorcisms? And then when you do, yes, can they be destroyed or are they dispersed because i mean that their energy right i mean i think that and en- no energy can be like squashed it just it can be changed well no th- this is a this is a misconception based on a lot of uh fraudulent teachings D- demons as angels are they are person they are people on the light side they can manifest in a flesh like ours on the dark side they cannot god took that ability away from them when he cast them down. But they are people. They just don't have a body. They were created again before Adam and Eve was. They occupied the earth and the universe. But at the end of the day, they don't do that now. Demons can never manifest in a fleshly form, but angels can. You see that in the book of Hebrews chapter 13. And all throughout the the, uh, New Testament, in terms of when it talks about demons, that they are spirits. They cannot manifest in a physical form. Sometimes you have uh, people in witchcraft. They said Satan appeared to them. They saw him in the spirit. He did not take on a, a natural form unless he was inside a human being. And you see that in the, in the, in the gospel when he uh, possessed Judas Iscariot who betrayed Jesus. The scripture said that Satan entered Judas Iscariot and that was why he was able to uh, betray Jesus. He also entered Peter and caused Peter to, you know, kind of sin a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, just a little <laughs> bit. 
yeah. Um, Adrita says, well, where can we find this information? Basically, um, the Bible. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, uh, but which version of the Bible? Because there are, you have to agree well, that there are many versions of the Bible out there. Yes, it is. It's many, many, many versions, many versions of the Bible. And uh, we can't primarily stick to the King James, the New King James, or the Old King James. Both of them have been really proven to be historically pretty accurate, about as accurate as you can be. You got the Vulgate and all those other kind of Bibles that got stuff missing and, you know, overly simplified. So and, and in our group, non-denominationals, we just stick with what we consider the most reliable, historically proven, so reliable book. King James That's in the New King James. Yes. The New mm -hmm. King James. Okay, we have a couple. And of, uh, to do I'm with guessing, King James. Okay. <laughs> I'm guessing we have a couple of your people over in the YouTube channel, Sable F yep. and Isha. I'm gonna try this one. Ogletree have both said hello. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, guys. Welcome, guys. Everyone that's watching on YouTube, thank you. Um, subscribe to YouTube. We oh, we have a whole group in there. We have a whole group watching. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> subscribe, please. Subscribe. We, we're trying to build up our numbers. We we uh, we just started that like what a month ago or so. Yep. And um, yeah, we're, wow. we're trying to um, build our numbers up in there so we can do some better things with it. And we need numbers in order to do those things. So we would appreciate you subscribing to this we should get a lot of numbers tonight well i hope so i hope so I hope so. so you did not answer my question <laughs> about exorcisms in your church do you provide exorcisms and, oh yeah and how do you absolutely do we have we have people coming from all over the world to receive exorcism or deliverance as we call it uh exorcism is like the catholic version of what we consider deliverance uh and if you uh see the Oprah Winfrey Network program, I was uh, possessed or fighting Satan. I was possessed in the, uh, on, on, in the uh, Our America, but uh, fighting Satan is the Oprah Winfrey Network, and that is just a whole, like a class on deliverance, and we teach all the principles of how you cast the devil out, the things you have to do prior to casting a devil out, to make sure that the person is repented and breaking every curse and those kind of things that will open doors for demons to come in. Remember, but any alien could potentially be a door for a demonic spirit to enter our physical bodies. Once they enter our physical bodies, they become problems because they bring with them sickness, disease, infirmity, lack, poverty, all these kinds of things, divorces, breakup of, of families, breakup of marriages. That's what they do. They are the orchestrators of the evil side or the wicked side or the sinful side in the earth. And that's what they do. They they push those kinds of things. Now can or you said you teach these methods. So that means anyone can do those, anyone at all. Any anyone that's a born again believer. Okay. It, I think it's the book of Acts chapter 19, where people try to cast demons out that were not saved. And uh, it was one man and seven guys trying to cast the spirit out. And they said, well, you know, I command you to come out in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches. And the demon said, well, I know Jesus and I know Paul, but who are you? And the guy in whom they were in jumped on those seven guys, beat them naked and drove them out of the house. Almost killed them because they did not have the blood or the power or the authority of Jesus Christ to even be dealing with no demons. And witches know that all true because they know they can't come against the demons because they don't have the authority to. Okay. So then, all right. So, so people that are born again or, you know, Christians, 
and you teach them they can actually do this for people. Well, what would be absolutely what would be the um, preface? I mean, what what makes it uh, worthy of an exorcism? You know, what are the signs? It, 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 yeah. In fact, that the book uh, delivers the children bread. It's a how-to book. It goes from step one all the way through. Not only teaching individual, but it teach churches, congregation, anyone, any group, how to cast demons out. And we do it from A to Z. And it can be a very, very complex process, or something as as simple as a, a parent uh, laying his hands on his child, commanding a demon of rebellion, or drug abuse, or sexual issues to come out of his child. It, you know, it can be as simple as that, or as complex as casting demons out of a thousand people at one time. Okay. Um, all right. I want to put this. Uh, they, they really get they really get real when we cast them out in Africa because they really have faith and they really want to be set free. So manifestations over there is a whole lot different than manifestations here in America. But nevertheless, it's still dealing with the same kind of spirits. Well, do you think it's because a lot of people are, are, are in the same mindset that there might be more activity, say, for lack of a better word, in one area, like in Africa? So if everyone is thinking, well, it, what? Here now, because in America, we have such a proliferation of TV, radio, and all types of influences, you still have a lot of demonic inroads in the human's lives, right? Now, in Africa, witchcraft is so strong. Uh, you know, even Christians still go to the, the witch doctor uh, before they go to the, to the preacher. Uh, so it, in culture, it is so embedded because it's never been uprooted completely out of the culture. Now in America, because you have so many churches teaching these principles for years in America about deliverance and how it's not, you know, uh, permissible for us to do things from the dark side. If we're going to be on the side of light. Now you have a lot of people kind of like withdrawing from those things of witchcraft or the supernatural on the dark side. They just don't have that much in Africa. But now you got great. I mean, you have. I mean, great numbers of people in Africa that are saved. Uh, you know, no doubt about that. You have four or five million people at a time and different crusades. But again, because of cultural uh, set settings in their life, they still have these, I guess you might say, the, the occasion to still go to the family witch doctor and that kind of thing. Okay. But again, like, how would I know? Like, say, how would I know if I was possessed and I needed yeah. to go get an exorcism? Well, usually, usually when someone come to me, they'll come to me and say, well, you know, I got this problem. I got that problem. We'll diagnose and say, well, the demon present or not by what we consider discernment of spirit or we just plus discernment. You see that in First Corinthians chapter 12, where it lists all the gifts of the spirit and the fruit of the spirit. And with those gifts being in an individual, we can tell the person what spirits are in operation inside of them. Now, it doesn't take much if someone comes to us drunk and alcohol to tell him he's been drinking alcohol. Not only can you see his action, you can smell the aroma. It's the same thing with the spirit, the discernment of spirit. You can see what's going on inside the person, not just talking about what actions the person have been doing, but the Holy Spirit gives us indication about what's going on the inside of the individuals. Okay. A real funny, a real funny case, uh, since we since we have some folks that uh playing with the dark side we call them like the meat the middle road like the mediums and, and and those the wiccans we had this one lady who was referred to us 
And by the way, she referred to us by a bunch of witches. Uh, she went to them to get some help. And uh, she had so many They said, well, honey, there's nothing we can do for you. You need to find a church that do deliverance and go over there because we can't do nothing to help you. She came. We managed to deliver her for about four hours. She became one of the strongest members of the ministry that we've ever had because she found help when she thought she was really on the right side. She found out that she was on the wrong side. Wow. Wow. So how many exorcisms have you done? Or is it countless? I can't even count them. Oh, my God. We have a class every Friday night where we cast demons out of anywhere from 50 to 100 people every Friday night. And then we have one-on-one counseling during the week where we have people that are coming from all around the world for counseling because they like one-on-one. They like to be with the prophet because not only can we cast out demons, we also do miracles. People get new hearts, new eyes. They get cancer. We, we Oh, my God. We had 95, 98% cancer uh, rate will be cure cancer in everybody. We had one lady got cured of Alzheimer's and dementia. And the folks out there, even on the light side, that that's never been done before. Well, we've done it. We got people got healed of all kinds of things. Raised from the dead, kept alive. The father died in our ministry for 24 years. And when the 24th year up, we had one person to die. Because God, Jesus told me years ago, he said, now you think that, that really raising a person from the dead is the greatest miracle. He said the greatest miracle is keeping them alive. So I copied that from that day forward. And we've never lived by in the churches that we're part of. <laughs> All right. well, we've only that, had one funeral. That one I, funeral in 24 years. I think, I think that's pretty good. And and people, I tell you, you know, we got this one body, you know, and this is it. So it's a miracle that, yeah, day by day that this body will go on. You know, I mean, you could walk out and get hit by a bus. You know what I mean? Anything can happen, you know, and and you're done. So so you got to be right all the time then. You're done. You're done. You're done until you come to us. <laughs> All right. What about, what about remote? What about the people that you know can't go to your church, say physically go to your oh. church? Right now, remotely. People, people that are, yeah, people that are listening in tonight. If they want to be set free, we can cast the devil out them where they are. Now we usually prefer to don't cast demons out of people that are non-believers because it's not going to do any good. The demons just go right back in there. But people who are born again, that we cast them out. We can now put the gift of the Lord, the blood of Jesus in them, and we don't have to worry about the demons coming back. But we can cast a demon out right now. Distance is no problem because it's in the spirit. The spirit is that I'm right there next to the individual want to be set free. We cast them out all over the world, over the phone, over the internet. It doesn't matter to us. Wow. Wow. Um, I have a question. What is the difference, yes. difference between a psychic reading and a prophecy? Oh, again, I go back to my first preface. It is because of the side that you're on. If you look at that story in the book of Acts chapter 16, it sounds just like we do when we prophesy. It sounds exactly the same. But again, it's from the source of the devil. Ours is from the source of the Lord. Okay. And it depends on how high the witch is or the warlock or whoever it is. It depends on how high they are, how many demons they have to come into there because they get their power by demons coming in them. They also get power by drinking blood, by taking the the souls of people into their lives that die or they kill or the souls of animals. They do the same thing. That's how they get their power. Our power is directly from the throne of God by the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Okay. But that I got to say, 
Right. But I, I've known many, many witches. I've known many, many psychics. And again, you know, yeah, I know that there are some really bad people like doing um, the blood magic, things like that, Santeria, all that kind of stuff. That's the, the bad part. Yes. Yeah, there, there are bad people um, that do voodoo, uh, you know, that type of stuff. Um, but there are good you know they're good like the like um voodoo hoodoo um in africa they they that is their religion their deities are like our saints I mean, if you look at their pictures they resemble all the saints they have different names papa legba is like yes right all right so uh, but what they do when they if they sacrifice an animal it's they use every single bit that it feeds the community it clothes the community every every bit of that animal is used for um good and for the benefit of the community and they and they like okay interact with their um ancestors so what again do you that's not how god that's not how god looks at it that's like saying i can take a pig and put anointing oil on him and i don't have to worry about high blood pressure he's still a pig <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's one side or the other. You either on the Lord's side or you're on the, the devil's side. And we keep consistency with scripture, which is the only place I can go now. I, I know witches. I've I've heard witches. I've talked to them. I've delivered witches. I've been in witches' covens, cast devils out of there. Laying. I, went to, I was invited to one witches' coven. I really didn't know what it was. Well, my friend had invited me over there, and they had their holy conversation. I came in there and then and found out what it was. I laid hands on it. All of the wishes were slain in the spirit when I left out of there. All of them were laying on the floor because the greater power invaded their space. I don't hear no amen. It's quiet in cyberspace. Mama D, this is one you would like. I was in, I was in uh, a colorway in North Carolina and uh, we were doing some telecommunication work and had a crew that I had trained to take down there. And it was a, a college campus. Some girls was in there playing with Ouija board and they had committed their life to Satan to be full-fledged witches. And so one of our, our members, he's also a member of our church. He came running there and said, Brother Franklin, Brother Franklin, you didn't come here and see what's going on. You, you would not believe it. I said, oh, I'll be on in a minute. Went in there and they was in there. They was playing the Ouija board and they was asking their questions and, and the little thing and, and answering their questions, spilling out, you know, the answer, that kind of thing. And I mean, they thought they were really doing something. I asked them, I said, well, do you want to see some great power? And they looked at me like crazy. I said, watch this. I said, I bind the demon in this board. I command you to manifest and tell them who's the greatest, you or me. He said, you. I said, now tell him what's your name. He spilled his name out on the table. I said, now I bind you and I command you to come. Angel, go in that boy and take that joke up out of there. And I said, now you think that was something? I said, now watch this. I called the principality that's in charge over this geographical area to come down in this board now in the name of Jesus. He came down. I said, now tell him who you are. He spilled his name out on the board. I said, now tell him who is the greatest in power, me or you? Like you, I bind him up, command him to come out. Had the angel go in there and dust him off. All five of the witches got saved. They turned their life over to the Lord on the spot because they saw a greater power than the power that they were in deception. They were deceived because they thought it was a good power when really evil power. Not only do I have understanding from scripture, I have an understanding from experience. I dealt with Satan. I dealt with all of his demons. Every ranking they got him, I've seen him, dealt with him, and defeated them all. 
and their aim is to deceive humans to get them into hell so they can mark at God in terms of their side, but they're going to be marking being tormented and burned in the fire forever and ever and ever. So how are you going to mark then? And with all of the humans, because humans were not designed to go to hell. Humans were designed to spend eternity on earth with God, but because man rebelled, hell, as the scriptures say, enlarged herself to take in rebellious men. Now, hell is a bad place. I wouldn't want to go there. But what we do with a lot of times, people who are witches or warlocks, they're really hard to get saved. I said, Lord, take them to hell and let them see how hard it really is. When they come, 90% of them usually give their life over to Jesus because they don't want to go where they didn't think existed. We have the power to ask the Lord to take them there to give them personal experience what hell really is about. And you can't deny what you've already visited. I don't hear no amen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I told y'all we have ourselves a ball yeah. tonight. Yes, you did. And you and I, I said you would have me speeches. Yeah. How do you do with that? Uh, yep. Yep. Um, I, another, uh, another key is that, Gina, when we talk about good or bad, it really doesn't work that way. It's about the blood of Jesus. We have some very, very permanent prominent good Christian men. I mean, they minister to millions. They got millions saved, but they're in hell because they didn't make their life rich towards God themselves. All they want to do is, is be famous, be powerful, have a big name for themselves, have big crusades, but they forgot the key thing is they had to become by the blood of Jesus themselves and live a life of obedience and submission to him. Mother Teresa is in hell. Billy Graham is in hell. A whole lot of big name people are in hell because they didn't make Jesus their choice. Mother Teresa, why do you say that? In hell, burning. Why? Because she's in hell. We saw her there. Really? I thought all saints. Remember, remember, remember the story no, about no, Jesus. Wait, 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 wait. Telling the story. Don't you, have to, don't you have to pass all these things in order to get into saints? Honey, please. No, absolutely not. Remember, the Catholic Church has so much deception out there about purgatory. They make another place, but it doesn't exist. Remember in the scripture where Jesus was talking about the rich man and Lazarus. The rich man, Lazarus died and he was carried to uh, Abraham's bosom by the angels. When the rich man died, he was carried by demons to hell. Although those two places were side by side, they didn't experience the same thing in the Abraham bosom, they was comforted. In hell, they was tormented. And they had a conversation back and forth between the two. Now, when Jesus rose from the dead, that particular place, Abraham bosom, was vacated. All of the saints that were there came up after Jesus' resurrection and went to heaven with Jesus. Now, watch this. They walked through Jerusalem and were seen by many people and was testified that they were the saints of old. Remember, Jeff, because they call themselves saints don't mean they saints of God. These were indeed the saints of God, Moses, Abraham, Elijah, all those people who had died before Jesus came. They was in Abraham's bosom. That place does not, does not any longer exist. OK, well, now, all right. Can I get another amen? Anybody give me an amen? <laughs> You Hello, Wall. I'm not going to say something to me. <laughs> oh, I just love it. <laughs> Dr. Battle, I have now, to tell you something. I have to tell you yes. something. I do not agree with everything you're saying, but I give you the respect yes. to, to, to share your, your, your words 
with everybody. So you may yes. not you may not get an amen out of me, but um, <laughs> I'm not going to disrespect you in any way, shape, or form. Right. Right. Me, exactly. And that's a good thing. Me, me, me either. Because <laughs> you know. That, that's that's, you the, know, that's I, the response I get all over the world. I, I, I believe I believe in God wholeheartedly. He thumped me on the head, let me know he was here, literally. I mean, because I, yeah. yeah. I just said, well, if there was a God, he'd shut my mind off, you know, because I, I was getting to the point where I was disbelieving in God. And I was like, a, I mean, I was like, I'm a yeah. grown woman, right? And I'm acting like a two-year-old kid, you know, crossing my arms and sitting on yeah. my couch. Yeah. Bam, if he didn't shut the doors on my, my, my eyes were wide open and it was like an iron gate went boom and I couldn't see any wow. for like minutes, you know, I mean, wow. it seemed like an eternity, but it was just like minutes. And then I came out of it and I thought, oh, yes. good, now I'm crazy. <laughs> you know, I have a similar, I have a similar experience to, uh, to that. I have a brother, my natural brother, he's a Muslim and uh, his wife. Uh, called me one day and she had an experience. She had went to the hospital and had an operation. And she said, well, Franklin, I don't understand because I always hear people say when you die, you see lights and all these kind of things. She said, but I died in the operation room. I didn't see nothing but dark and black. And she said, well, what was that? And Lord told me, he said, you better tell the truth. I said, because you're not saved, you was on your way to hell. And she gave her life to the Lord, and she and she died a few years after that and went to heaven. She was a good person. They did a lot of good things, but she wasn't on the right side. She wasn't on the right team. But now, so are you? But are you saying to me though that I'm on the wrong side because I I do work? No, in- no, 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 no. Okay, and I mean- I don't say to you that you're on the wrong. I don't say to you that you're on the wrong side. The blood say you're on the wrong side. Because Jesus said we can't serve two masters at the same time. He know who Satan is, but he also know who God the Father is. We can't be on, on Satan's side and trying to do a work and then be on God's side. That's what got uh, Balaam in trouble, who was the great prophet of the Old Testament. Book of, G- of uh, Judges. He was a great prophet. He prophesied the coming of Jesus and all that kind of stuff. But he ended up going to hell because he couldn't make up his mind which side he wanted to be on. He wanted to be on the side that brought the most prominence to him, more money, more fame, more importance, more gatherings at his house. Because he said that when you prophesy, people hate you. They don't bring you no money, blah, blah, blah. So he wanted to be on the side that brought the money and and all of the promotion. But all right. Now, so you're a prophet. Now, what is uh, honestly, what is the difference between do you like foresee things and visions and whatnot? Oh, I foresee things all the time, all the time, all the time. But what if a what if a born again Christian? I see things. We also prophesy. Is also a psychic. Does that mean then they're not a psychic? They're a prophet. Well, uh, uh, again, no, no, no. Remember when Balaam and and it's a, a good story that would be good to read. Balaam is sayer, the chief type of warlock. Uh, when God called him to be a prophet. Because he was born of a prophet, got caught up in the wrong side. God gave him an opportunity to be what he was created to be. He was a prophet. He prophesied great things. But he went back to becoming a soothsayer. And that's how he died as a soothsayer. He never repented. He never got himself right with God. So he went to hell. And he's in hell today. You know what he say today? He said, man, I sure wish I'd have listened to my jackass. If I'd have listened to my jackass, I wouldn't be down here burning. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right, I'm, I'm kinda... donkey was t- 
I'm trying Tim to... Ducky was talking to him. Oh. We have a question uh, in the chat room. We have a couple of questions in the chat room. Adrita Marshall, a friend of mine, uh, keeps asking good ones. Um, yeah. One of them is, do you have, oops, I'm going to pop it up there, is do you have visions? Oh, yes, all the time. I train and teach people how to have vision or how to operate in vision, how to work the gifts of the supernatural. That's my job. We have a school of prophets in our, in our school and we, we train people who are gifted, uh, uh, you know, how to, how to do the, these things, vision, prophesy, uh, interpret tongues, uh, speak in tongues, all of the whole, uh, all the wax. That's what we do. That we, we, we train them. That's what the school of prophets is all about. Okay. And she also says, how do you know that someone is in hell? Well, again, just like Jesus shows what was in hell, we have the same abilities. I have the same abilities as a prophet. I can not only see in hell, I can see in heaven as well. All, all three. We also have the ability when God bless us to let people go to heaven or let people go to hell. We've had all of those same things done. Some of my students have gone to hell to see what hell looked like and, and really see who is, who's there. I don't think I want to know who's there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but again, it's, it's good there. for these kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's good for these kinds of conversations that when people listen who are novice or don't know what the whole parameters are about time, it keeps them from being in eternal trouble by ending up in a hell that they don't think exists. When you have people who are eyewitnesses that it exists, then we are more compelling witnesses to those who are trapped in that zone that say they really don't know. So it's my job to teach individuals hell is real, just like heaven is real, and the way to get to both. All right. I'm going to put up your books again here um, because now in here you have, have uh, heaven, you have deliverance, you have hell, uh, angels that live among us, or, uh, original, or, or the origin of demons. Origin of demons. Mm -hmm. um, and what's the, what's the, the power? Yeah, what's the one? The power of what? Power of Satan. Power what of power Satan. and authority he had and, and exert. Mm -hmm. And then, then there's Jesus on the bottom. Yep, and Jesus on the bottom. JCI right. is your huh? church. All right, so now yes. in the bio, it said that you have penned 26 books and you have those published. Um, what are the other books? What um, do they go deeper into those or they, they, yeah all about yeah all of them are pretty much on the supernatural side we have one book called the seduction of the church seduction of the saints uh witchcraft we also have the spirit of mind control uh the uh the truth behind the catholic church well we have a, a number of books that we're actually uh, currently working on uh our problem is we because god gives us so many books is that it takes so long to get people that can stay long enough to write them <laughs> or the type and you know do the typesetting and those kind of things but i can sit and write a book probably about 45 minutes to an hour i can believe that <laughs> yep yep <laughs> Especially if you talk, talk. Are, are you talking? Are you saying I got a gift to gab? <laughs> I love you, ladies, so much. <laughs> well, we okay. love you too. Remember, God, God did not waste His words on me. He made me His mouth. <laughs> when, did you, when did you know? When did you know that this was the life for you? Is this in your family? Is this just in you? I, 
why were you chosen? What what makes you so special? I wasn't the one that made the choice. God did. He created me to be a prophet. I was born a prophet. So, you know, I always did strange according to my, my folks. I was always strange. I was born with a veil over my face and two teeth. <laughs> All right. So that was pretty strange. Yeah. <laughs> explain, explain what a veil is to the people that don't know. Well, in uh, on the side of, of the dark side, that's always an indication of a great, mighty person. On the other side, it means pretty much the same thing, but usually it's reserved for the higher rankings of the body of Christ, like a, a prophet or an apostle, something like that. And I occupy both offices. Nice. But does anyone else in your family do the same? All of my folks in my family are born again, but I think I'm the highest in terms of, of the spiritual side. Okay. All right. Well, all right. Sharon says we're all born to serve God. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's your choice. Everyone has a choice. We have freedom of choice. Absolutely. Everybody. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. So um, what, what time we got? All right. We're, we're like 10 minutes. We're going to say, you're going to love my commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay, let's see if I can get this question in here before we go have to go to break. Um if I when when I pass, not if because we all know I'm gonna pass. Um I, pff, yes. What do what do I need to do? Specifically, what do I need to do to make sure that I'm going to go to heaven and I'm not going to go to hell? It's a very simple process. Remember when Jesus was crucified, he had two thieves, one on the right side and one on the left side. And the one on one side, he began to accuse Jesus and, you know, say the same thing that the Sanhedrin council was. You know, if you're the son of God, come down from the cross and we'll believe you. All that kind of jargon. But one of them justified Jesus said, he told the other guys, now we are justified in what we've done. We are criminals. But this man, what has he done? He said, Jesus, when you come into your kingdom, remember me. Jesus said, this day you shall be with me in paradise. That guy, because he justified and saw Jesus as Lord, he went to heaven that same day. So it's a simple process. All you have to do is acknowledge that Jesus Christ is the son of God, born of a virgin woman, came in the flesh, manifested God's glory on the earth with signs and wonders and miracles, died on the cross for our sins, went to hell to pay the total price for sin, was raised on the third day. And then we can be acknowledged that, embrace him, ask him to come in our hearts and save us and that we will live according to his way. That makes it safe. Okay. So you have a lot. Of, some of your 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 people are, are talking to here. Um, D. Rogers is saying, member of nine years, and the anointing of God in this house has blessed me tremendously and has changed my life. And then we have another one here. Um, Brie, Bri, I don't know how to say your Brisa name. Flint. Brisa. Yeah. <clears throat> Being a part of this church as a teenage girl has brought many blessings, having visions, dreams, good prophecies that has come to pass, convictions, and most importantly, the truth. I love it. I think that's pretty, uh, you're getting some, you're getting oh, some that's wonderful. reviews here. And, and um, Sables, yeah. Sables oh, on Facebook. Yeah. We have people who are involved in the prostitution industry, 
they come to the, be their lives are transformed in less than three weeks. They're speaking in tongues, casting out devils, doing things that a born again believer supposed to do because God takes the nastiest, the darkest, the blackest, and wash them the blues and transform their lives. They just have to be in the right location. It is about location, and that's just not just in real estate. It's location, location, location. location. <laughs> <laughs> I, know I, I know I get an amen out of both of y'all on that. <laughs> I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Yep, yep. We'll give you that one for sure. We'll and and you have you have a Heidi who in the chat room who keeps telling you to say hello. Yep. Heidi. Heidi. Hello, Heidi. Holy. Hello, doctor. Hello. Um, yep. Lisa Destacio is going. Yes. All right. Here you go. All right. Yes. We all have our beliefs and our opinions. Yes. You know, that is free will. Your, your, um, your choices, you know, how you live your life. Um, again, see, you know, like I, I do believe that there's a heaven, there's a hell. I believe there are angels, there are devils, there are demons, there are, you know, all of this, all of that realm. I know that there are spirits walking around on, on the earth. I see them. <laughs> I talk to them. Right? I'm, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, but again, I don't think that I am in any way, shape or form in league with the devil <laughs> for doing so. Well, it's, it's uh, like Jesus said, because of a lack of knowledge, my people are destroyed because they don't have knowledge, information and wisdom on how this stuff works. If God was in the beginning, he know everything. Thing. He the devil. He know his natural proclivities. He know everything. He know how he deceive people. He know all of that. Look at the verse. The very best marriage in the world. Adam and Eve. She was perfect. Her husband was perfect. How did she get deceived? By the great deceiver. Fooled her. Deceived her. Tricked her. And therefore, we all fail with them. Our parents. And you know one thing that, that's really funny, we tell people, you know, because we have a lot of problems in, in America with race and these kind of things. I said, well, everybody's black because Adam and Eve was black. So if we came from black parents, then that means all of us are black. I have no issue with color. I, uh, I, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. People are people, you know. Yes. But I didn't, I, I didn't know that. But people are people to me, you know. I mean. Yes, yes. It, when you go through the ages and, and even um, before all the travel on the continents and everything yes. else, and you see the artwork. Yes. Okay. And the people weren't traveling. The artwork is similar, you know? So how can that be? Yes. You know, for, for, well, remember, you, for, for, Christ, for Jesus, for all the deities on all yes. the continents, even Asia. Yes. He has a white man, you know, like long hair and a beard portraying uh, Jesus. Yes. Yes, yes. Re remember, Jesus and God can have any kind of body they want to put on. If they want to come to earth in a black body, they can do that, or, uh, Jewish or whatever. They can do that, and they do do that. God came to my house. He had a, a black body on because he wanted to relate to me. <laughs> that's not anything mutually exclusive but remember there's there's always an indication of there's a spirit that is actually what would you say uh, not coercing but influencing any artist either the dark side or the side of light now you got a, a different um, a painting and artworks all across the world you got similarities that's good but at the end of the day what spirit is behind it if it's somebody in Africa that's that's being 
pushed by Satan to do certain artworks, it's going to be the same. No matter what, or God, it will be the same. So it doesn't, the distance doesn't have anything to do with it. It what kingdom is behind the influence of the artwork. Mm-hmm. Remember, God created every human. Satan never created nobody. God created everybody, gave them a, a will, and they decide what side they're going to be. And a lot of times, families decide because of how they raise them. And so it, it's, it's not something that's so, you know, to us, it's hard to figure out because when you know these things and the Holy Spirit ministers to you, he gives you insight of how a lot of these things actually get in place. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's true anywhere. All right. No matter where you go, um, you're, you're born into a Jewish family, you're, you're Jewish. You're born yes. into a Catholic family, yes. Catholic, Protestant, Protestant, you know what I mean? Yes. Areas and exactly. It's not like you have a choice. You can have a choice when you get older to believe what you yes. believe, you know? Um, Absolutely. I kind of, um, I mean, I, I, I'm a Catholic. You know, I was raised a Catholic. I did all the mm-hmm. Catholic things that you're supposed to do, you know, baptism, confirmation, yes. communion, all that kind of stuff. I did everything. Um, yes. But I kind of, I I like to pick from other religions some of their, um, I know, you see, they use that look, right? But I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, you, I want to tell you something because there are so many of these organizations that spring from Catholicism. You know, they huh? came out of Catholicism, the Masons, the Muslims. There are so many organizations that came out of Catholicism back in the day. They just don't know it. But like, that's, I, why, I, that's really why you got so many similarities like, in their practices and, and things like that, that are more like Zen like in nature. I like that. I, I like their teachings. Yeah. I like what they're saying. But you know, I tell you what, one one hour with me in deliverance, you were casting them down. <laughs> <laughs> because when I get through casting them devils out, <laughs> you'll be on one side. <laughs> Well, we'll talk about that on the other side of the break. I, I think it's time to go for a break right now. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. We'll right. be back in just a moment, everybody. Oh, yes. Here we go. Are you going to love this? Mm-hmm. The Fox Den is now proudly sponsored by Vortex Ghost Gear, one of the leading fabricators of paranormal equipment. Bob Christopher is the founder and creator of Vortex Ghost Gear. He has decades of investigating, starting with his team at NEPA and as lead in the popular local TV show Ghost Detectives, he has experience of how spirits could be seen or heard. Using this knowledge, he has manufactured equipment for specific scenarios of spirit manifestation and communication. He is the only manufacturer of the popular lifelike trigger prop cats and dogs. Using proximity meters wired to lights and sound, these proved to be highly effective communication devices in the field of study. The HTO, another Vortex exclusive, allowing specific items to be the highlight or trigger of your investigation. For example, place the item on a metal tray or attach directly to any metal object such as keys or glasses that continue to go missing or moved. Ask the spirit to touch the item. The HTO will light. It has a sound option as well. This device was used in Travel Channel's Ghost Nation with great results. The dome, a static detector, can be the most useful device in your gear bag. 
This is to back up the theory that the spirits manifest using static electricity. Using several, you can track a spirit, for example, walking down a hallway, setting off each as it passes. The geophone detects vibrations. This is another way to track movement. If a claim is footsteps in the hallway or stairwell, set the sensitivity and place the device in that area. Its band of lights will show a range of vibrations from the slightest tapping, lighting only a few lights, to the loudest thumping, lighting the entire range. The EasyScan Ghost Boxes are very popular due to the ease of use. They are custom decorated to the individual or team using them. Bob programs and uses an Arduino-based computer scanning FM waves to potentially communicate with the spirit realm in real time. Every box is unique and all custom hand-decorated by Gina Bankston. The V-Pod has a special place for those who love the idea of REM pods. Use this sleeker, smaller, easier to transport device. It is a must-have in your gear bag. Take your investigating to the next level with many of Vortex Ghost Gear's unique and custom creations by Bob Christopher. Visit www.vortexghostgear.com to view all the products and get your equipment today. You can also investigate with Bob and Gina with ghostly excursions taking people to some of the most haunted locations in the USA. Visit www.ghostlyexcursions.com and join us on our next adventure. Okay, is he gonna? Oh, I got a, I, I got a whoop stick. I'm about to break it down. <laughs> I told you you were gonna love that commercial. <laughs> no, no, no. We, we, we examine those things and study those things all over the place. All it is is a nice way to get money. You know, all those things they, they claim to do what I do. I was in my I was in my house watching watching a program the night. And I kind of like was dozing off sleep. I heard these footsteps walking in my dining room, and it was a witch walking on my hardwood floor. Because as you go into sleep, you in the first level of sleep is the spirit realm, where you're actually in the first line of the spirit. I heard her walking. I said, "I rebuke your name, angel. Go tear that." I ain't gonna tell you what I said, but I get up. <laughs> Get that, get, that, get that bag of bones up out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that is that is my business. But, you know, like I, I again, I say I'm not on the side of the devil. I'm not. OK. Um, and I do take people because I know that I know for a fact that these spirits are walking around. I do yeah. talk to them. Yeah. I do see them. I do capture yeah. them. Those particular pieces of equipment, they uh -huh. work. Kind of questionable. Real time. When we don't know what real time in the spirit is. We don't have an understanding. One day with God and turn our we're day we're is a thousand years, meaning that's how fast they travel. So if you don't know how fast light travel in terms of picking that up, how are you going to pick up a spirit which travels so many times faster than light ever could travel? Well, I'm not picking up them. I'm picking up the ones that are hanging around in the living room. <laughs> I'm just saying with a physical piece of equipment it's not spiritual so I was going to detect something spiritual um, it's a nice cheap way to make money but again a human can do that with a human spirit not a piece of machinery because it's not spiritual okay but not every not every human according to you not every human can connect with spirit on, on oh, the good yes, side oh yes they can okay, yes they on can the good side. 
Yeah, but the, remember, you still have a human spirit, and a mm -hmm. human spirit can detect another spirit being present. Okay. Just because you just because you're on the dark side, don't mean you don't have a human spirit. No, understand. But yes. why can't if somebody doesn't feel what they can feel? Okay, because I, I can connect the spirit in my own way. Yeah. Now, but if I can't connect the way that the somebody wants to connect, somebody else can't connect the way they want to. Why can't they use? Because I know the people that have built these things, and they're not just doing it for money. They it does help people. Okay. And he just rolled his eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, no, no. Because yeah, listen, is it, cause people. I do People bring me to do the same thing in their houses to get rid of demons or all that kind of stuff out of their houses. I don't have no equipment. All I got is the spirit of the Lord oh, and no, the no, power no. that you put in me. The equipment's not getting rid of them. The equipment yeah. is just there to communicate with them, to find out what it is that they're doing there. Why are they there? Is it a loved one? Is it someone leaving your family? Is it oh, someone yeah, that, I, would, I would like to see that with one of them with this equipment. Tell them to get up. <laughs> I would love to be I would love to be present with one and his equipment and then I cast a demon out of him that's making the equipment seems as though it's working. <laughs> I, ca I cast that devil out of I cast that devil out of having to give me ten percent of the money he's making selling that junk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cookies I in the chat. I cast the devil mm -hmm. out of it so fast he'll think he's a born again believer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well let's let's move on to a question before yeah. everything just kind of goes on. Uh, what do angels have the power myself. to do? I know you are. <laughs> what do angels have the power to do, and can angels appear to the naked eye to anybody? Oh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. In fact, in my book, Angels uh, That Live Among Us, I was I have a, a story where I actually recount a angel actually appeared or manifest in the natural, and that, again, that's in the big book of Hebrews uh, that talks about. Uh, be careful how you entertain strangers because some have entertained angels unaware. They look just like us in many different colors and many different nationalities. They can appear just like us. And you won't even be able to tell the difference. And uh, yes, in answer to your question, absolutely they can. But demons can. We have to always make a pre-qualified. Demons cannot. Only angels can. Okay. But what about the spirits? And then like, I have a psychic in the chat room right now. Hello, <laughs> and and he's a and he's a and he's a very good one, and he's he's done he's done exorcisms and and whatnot too, mm -hmm. um, and he does it by channeling, so he, he'll take a spirit into him and disperse it as something else. It's it's still two sides: the side of light and the side of darkness. Well, he's but he's doing it on dark. the side of light. He's not doing yeah. anything negative. He's yeah. doing it on the side of light. He's doing things to help people that are actually being bothered by these spirits. They're 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 harassing people. You know, right, amen, amen. Uh, I ain't got the, uh, I ain't got the problem with it. Okay, all right. If he if he's doing good, amen. He just yes. has to be careful at what side he's gonna be on when he lose when he take his last breath. That's all I got to say. If he's on the side of light, we are rejoicing. If he's on the side of darkness, oh well. <laughs> The spiritual side is on the side of light. The man side, he's a man. Hello. <laughs> she, I love my boogie. She'll tell you. She'll tell yes. you how she feels about that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All okay. right. Oh, yeah. Do people become angels when they die? Absolutely not. Impossible. Okay. I happen to agree with that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 o
Hallelujah. I'm taking some converts. They will give you an amen. I lost my amen. Oh my God. Let's see. Y'all can tell me this is not the most liveliest interview y'all have had in a long time. Oh, it is. Next question. I, I love you. I love you too. Yes. Next question. All right. How do angels help people today? And do I have guardian angels? Oh, they, every human that's born again, I'm, I'm qualifying again, born again, have two angels watching them that are adults. Now it's not necessarily clear for us in terms of the, the children. They just said that their angel behold the face of God continually. And that means that the parents' angels are big enough, quick enough, fast enough to protect the whole entire family. Angels do everything. They're phenomenal in terms of what they do. They can, they can sing to you. They can bring you food. They can do all kinds of things. They can also heal you. It, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's not limited in terms of what their abilities are. It just depends on their ranking. The higher, then that's the more that they are qualified to do because they are higher ranking and they also have a higher anointing. And they have a higher vibration to their beings. Do you think that? Do you feel that? No, no he don't think that. He don't think you can see that look on his face. Okay, yep. if you can see angels. Okay, Dr. Battle, Dr. B, Dr. Battle. Yes, 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 yes. You said that you can see angels, right? Yes, yes. Okay. What about me? <laughs> What about you? Am what, I an what angel? About you? Am I an angel? No. I just said humans are not angels. You might, have some, you might have some angelic characteristics. Like you can, I like you that can, one. You can love and you treat people nice. Those are angelic characteristics. But okay. in terms of where our final destination would be, would be what side we determine that we're going to be on for eternity. I always tell people when I'm ministering, I, I was doing a, a, a funeral about a young guy who's 19 years old, tragic death. And uh, I never, I never preached to the person that's dead. So we would, I was ministering to him. They, they wanted me to do the service. He's actually uh, uh, kind of like in the family. And so I was ministering and was talking to the people about hell. And I was saying that my, always my statement is people that end up in hell have one problem. It's a math problem. And that is they can't calculate how long eternity really is. The people who can calculate, they won't take the risk of being in a place that's like broadcast is not real nice to be in. So we had about, oh, it must have been about 60 people gave their lives to the Lord at a funeral because they had truth preached from a position of righteousness. So all the people that were there had all kinds of walks of life. They stopped in the middle of the funeral and gave their lives to the Lord because truth came to tell them there's a two different sides. And how about this young, young guy was in heaven? Because he gave his life over to the Lord before he died. Yeah, Chris. Chris, Chris says I disagree. Angels walk. Angels walk amongst us. Earth. Yeah, they do, but they still not us. No, they're not us. They're not us. But um, but yeah, all right. I, I'll agree with the angelic qualities of people. Um, so, I have to put that and make a little peace with y'all. You know, yeah, I, know I, I little, see that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I know. I'm very, very wise now. You came in, you came I know. In the I know. I'm in the foxes. I'm in the foxes den. I got to be good, girl. <laughs> y'all don't like. Y'all don't like no fox in the hen house. So I'm gonna be good while I'm in the fox house. That's right. That's right. You know, the, the fox is bad enough with my bark. 
<laughs> you gotta watch out for that butterfly, babe, right there. Cause she, <laughs> she, them wings will flap and she'll get you. I know it. I know it. You are, you are, it's you are, on the back of the head. You are, you are, you are, you ought to hear the conversation. You ought, you ought to hear the conversation I have when I go to these conferences about cancer and uh, cancer. Uh, uh, Sarah B. Coleman and all these guys, you know, they invite me to their meetings. I go in and, you know, and talk with them. And, and I said, well, you know, y'all making all this money uh, talking about making people feel good with cancer. When they come to us, we cure them of cancer. They never have cancer again. Why we can't get some of y'all money to do what y'all play, you know, plan to do? And they're like, you do what? They want to put me out of their meeting because we do what they cannot do. Well, yeah, because you'd take money out of their pocket. You know, money, <laughs> exactly. Money's, yeah, money's the root of all evil. I do believe the that. love of it. The love of it is the root of all kinds of evil. Okay. But yeah, and, and the thing about it, we had one lady about a couple of months ago. Uh, she went to the doctor and they diagnosed her with breast cancer. They had the X-rays and everything. She came to me for pray, for prayer. Went back the next day to the doctors and they were so confused because they had the old X-rays, the new X-rays, and they said this can't be the X-rays of this person. Somebody lying somewhere. And so she said, no, that's me. Give me another x-ray. So they x-rayed and found that she had no trace of cancer in it the very next day. We do that all the time. No matter what kind of cancer it is, cancer is the easiest thing to heal because it's manifested inside the person. And it's so easy to make sure it don't never come back because we command it never come back. Well, what about Corona? Corona, we prophesied about Corona a year ago that the Lord said he was going to bring a pandemic to America. He's going to bring it to the whole entire world. Problem is what they've done with Corona. And they say it started in China. And I, I was looking at some of the excerpt today and they was talking about, you know, they got all the facts that it started in China because the lady who was doing all the research on these type of bats. You know, they had so much problem in the laboratory where they was actually doing the experiments and it supposedly gotten out there. And uh, people working in, in cyber junk all the time. So he just warned us that it was coming to America. But he said we won't be harmed by it at all. We have never stopped meeting. We still meet at services. We don't wear no stuff on our face or on our hands. Nobody in the congregation has caught it. We had one lady who's a nurse. She has six patients and she worked with them constantly. She never even come close to even any kind of uh, symptoms from it because the blood of Jesus protect us when we got faith to believe in him. But, but all right, but you have faithful people that are getting sick because the faithful people are coming to you. To if they get, yeah, if they come, we'll pray for them, they'll get healed. There's no problem with that. We we get people healed who not saved because they want to be healed. They want to see the power of God. And then believe it. And then, and then, and then hopefully it's a good invitation for them to accept Jesus' side. Okay. All right, so. Jesus what? do great, wonderful things all the time for people who are not saved. Good, good. Good. I mean, the world needs every help that it, um, that it can get. I see he's dropping biblical knowledge. Night, Chris. Night, Chris. Steve <laughs> <laughs> George is dropping biblical knowledge. Um, well, no. you know, one, one other thing, too, that we need to understand is that the way America or the world has done things, they have so dumbed God down as though he's like a man. But we got to remember the first people, the first human were the most smartest, the most brilliant, not us, not the people that are now. We are so far removed from real true knowledge. It's crazy. I mean, it's absolutely insane. But that's how our school system and people actually teach now that we are so smart. Listen, they had a whole universe. They had a, a, a planet with AI on it before man was created. 
Robux. Swallow that down. I'm not going to argue with it. I believe it. I think there's a face on the moon. You know what I mean? Uh, and they were, they were created by God. God has all kinds of creation. There's creation on every planet. People oh. are wondering whether there's life out there. We know there's life out there. There's no question about it. Okay. And you know all what? Right. NASA keeps spending all this money on these ro- on these machines. They ought to spend it on me, and I'll tell them what's up there. I'll tell them what language they speak in, how they look, how to get there, the co- coordinates of how to get there, the whole entire thing. They don't have to give me all those billions. Just give me about two or three billion, and we will inform them to such a degree <laughs> they'll even try to worship me. <laughs> just two or three billion. That's all you need. Just two or three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't have to give me the whole budget. Just, right. just give me a little knockoff. I, I got you. I got you. Yeah. We, we, tomorrow we'll get that. All right. No, you got um, you got some, you got some good um, comments coming on here too. Consuela says the ministry is awesome and amazing experience. There has been many countless miracles, healings that take place in this ministry. And then the next one, <clears throat> Angela, I am, I am the one that God healed from cancer. Powerful ministry. And that's from Angela Floyd. So that's awesome. That's good. Um, hey, you know, miracles happen every day, every day, every day. Another area that we are very, very good in is when people can't have babies. Oh, honey, I got babies all over the world. One lady, her husband came to me. They was trying to get pregnant for 17 years. I prayed for him, laid hands on him, got pregnant the next week. I could tell you a story, but I'm not going to do it right now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Tell me something good. Tell me, tell me. Do you believe, amen. Do you believe believe chronic chronic healing or Reiki or Mm. any of those types of things? Hands-on energy transfer. Oh, yeah. These things work. They work, but it's just the power that work them. I was in a, I was in a, a, a class in Atlanta, a, a class with, it's, it's at a, a Jewish synagogue, and I was out there studying Hebrew with the Jews. How about that? And so in the class, one of the students had a problem, and uh, she, when she walked, she walked with a kind of a limp. And I asked her, what, I said, what happened to you? She said, well, the devil's been trying to kill me all my life. I was engaged to this guy, and we had a car accident. He got instantly killed on the spot. And then she's when I got older, me and a friend of mine, we were going down the water slide on an inner tube. My friend slid out the water tube, hit into a tree, instantly killed. She had never been trying to kill me forever. And I said, well, what happened to you? She said, well, in the car accident, I had a, a broken hip and it never healed back right. I said, well, do you want God to heal you? She said, I want God to heal me all my life. I said, no, 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 that's what I'm saying. Do you want God to heal you right now? This is in the class now. And uh, she, she was a Jew. She said, oh, yes, I should. So I got on the floor, prayed for her. God instantly healed her. Only thing she could say, you're crazy. You're crazy. I said, but you are healed. You are healed. <laughs> Come on, Gina, give me some light, girl. Give me some light. I'm reading. I'm, I'm reading. I'm working hard here. I'm working hard. I see that. You are. I'm you are. The you are. All over the place. You are. I mean, I think, I think some of these things are, are great. And again, in the chat room, if they're going back and forth and back and forth, um, please don't. I mean, people do have their opinions, okay? Yes. 
and we honor and respect all opinions and that's what makes our universe so yeah. very special this okay. is remember this is a safe zone this is a place where people can express their opinions dr Ballard, you can you, you can give your 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 word your opinion the people in the chat room y'all don't have to agree with him but Absolutely. you do have to as as because that's the way Gina and I want it. You yeah. do have to show him and everybody else in the in the chat room respect. Yeah, both you know? both, both both sides of the the coin there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Show respect to one one another. Um, see, again, their their comments don't bother me even when I see it. They still bother me because you said those of the world, if they hear you, they won't accept you. Only those who are of the Lord will accept what you're saying. So it's all right. We we are. That is proof that you got two sides: a side of light and a side of darkness. They're not going to agree. And that's that's all, that's biblical. So I have no issue with that. I love them. I wish I had a chance to meet them so I can get them saved, so they can spend eternity with me in heaven and God and Jesus and all the angels. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask you. All right. So you said, okay, you've looked into you've looked into heaven, you've looked into hell, you've seen who's there. Yes. What does the all right? I got multi part question. What does heaven look like? What does hell look Ooh. like? And is it different for different people? Yeah. Uh, in, in terms of, of uh, which one you want, heaven or hell first? Heaven. Heaven is, is, is like, you might say multidimensional. Heaven and hell are built on, they like floor, like the basement, the first floor, the second floor, and on up. Hell is the same thing. Now, in, in heaven, based on what you did on earth will determine what floor you're going to be on in heaven. <laughs> no, no, no. Penthouse only have eight people up there on just on, on eight houses on on the penthouse. Oh, the penthouse. <laughs> She's now, gonna go boot their butts out. <laughs> yeah, one one of the guys who won the most prolific uh, evangelist in the world. He had as much as, as eight million people at one uh, at one of his events. I mean, he was in Africa. He did great, phenomenal work. Many people got saved. He's in the basement of heaven because he never made God. 100% his choice. Although he did great miracles for God, great things for God, but he didn't go all the way for himself personally. Now, in hell, on all the different floors, they got the witches on one floor, they got the warlocks on that floor, they got the women separated from the men. On the other floor, they got Christians, they got men who are preachers, prophets, evangelists, apostles, they got them on one floor. Uh, Paul and Jan Crouch on one floor, and they got a whole bunch of other televangelists on the other floor. They got people on every floor floor in hell just like every floor in heaven you earn your position on earth based on what kind of life you live and what kind of deeds you do june says thank you for your guest he's made my day i love him oh my god oh i love that <laughs> Woo! i'm working on a fan club <laughs> we're gonna have a lot of fan clubs in hell because they're gonna be trying to fan that fire <laughs> okay wait a minute i have an issue with with the hell being full of Fire. Whoa, See, whoa. for me, for me, I will, I will take the fire any day. But just don't make hell full of ice because I won't. <laughs> I guarantee you, you will not be able to handle that intensity of fire because remember, it is so hot it torments spirits. How mm. much more a human spirit or a human soul? In fact, one place in, in scripture in the Old Testament, God opened up the earth and it swallowed up millions of Jews at one time or thousands of Jews at one time and they went whole body soul and spirit into hell 
and, and daddy said, God said, he said, son, you should have seen their faces when I opened up that ground because they thought I couldn't do nothing because they thought I wasn't really God. Well, do you think anything like that would happen? You know, all these things that happened in the Bible. Yes. All the plagues, all the things like that. All right. Do you think that it happens now? God is behind it. But no one's turning into pillars of salt or anything like I that. I don't know. They turn into pillars of everything else. <laughs> Number two, hit the fan. <laughs> I love you, ladies. I've had myself such a ball. It's like Christmas to me. My God. <laughs> Where y'all been all my life? I've been so tired right of all these medias. Oh, my goodness. Right you just right tell here. all the media people if they want to learn how to do right to come and watch our show. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to push it. I'm going to push it. I'm going to push it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, yeah, and hopefully some people will get saved. Look, notice how she said some, maybe, hopefully. Some, hopefully. Some. But if one gets saved, it's worth it. It's Don't worth it. That. See, that's our motto. That's our motto here. So long as we have one person, yes. no matter whether how many people listen to this show, it could be, you know, hundreds, hundreds of people will listen to this show. So long as one person is helped throughout our show. But you be, you be, you later be surprised at some of the churches I go to the minister. They don't believe in hell either. They believe everybody going to heaven. We are one of the greatest evangelists ever in America. Uh, uh, Carlton Pearson, he used to, you know, minister this thing, uh, Azusa Street. And uh, he, I mean, so many people got saved under his ministry. But one day he was watching some program of, of, from Africa and he just saw all the people suffering. He said, you know, and this is on his uh, on his uh, life uh, program. He was saying, well, if there's a God, why did God allow this to happen? And so eventually he ended up going to the other side. Now he's preaching. Everybody can be saved, no matter you're a Christian or not. Everybody going to heaven, you know, kind of like universalism and all that kind of foolishness. So you you went from all that to to being totally deceived. And now you're on your way to people that you prevented from going to hell. Now you're on your way with them. That's crazy. To me, it doesn't make sense. Well, if you knew better and you're making that, it's a, it's, again, it's a choice. It's a choice, yeah. you know, and if you know better, that's like a, with, all right, all the kids. Hey, look, On how bad those cigarettes are, all yeah, those yeah, yeah. putting into your lungs, yet you choose to pick that up. I mean, years they, ago, they had a, they up, had a how bad they were. It wasn't advertised that you're going to get lung cancer and die. If you don't lose half your face, you're not going to yeah, yeah, get yeah. More knowledge out there, the better. People can make informed choices. Hey, when I was growing up, they had wheel too, but our parents beat it out of us. <laughs> yes. yes, yes, there's always that. Mm-hmm. And you know I'm a redhead, so I toss Oh Lord, yeah, I know it, girl. I see it <laughs> real quick. But you know what? As 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 mischievous and as naughty as I was, I have a good heart, and even as a child, so I know eventually I'll get up to the right. I'll get up to the come on, come on. Whether it's plenty it... room, <laughs> I will. It's plenty room up there. Come on. <laughs> you don't. You don't, over, you, know you don't have. No, cause trouble up there. <laughs> look, you don't have over overcrowding in heaven. You only have overcrowding in hell. Yeah. Well, I, so, you got to figure all the people See? that have 
that we're already here. And like a lot of friends down there. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a lot of people. Yeah, lot. my friend down there is my ex-friends because I'm not going down there to be with them. I go down to see, but I ain't going to be with them. <laughs> you, you peek in. When you peek in, though, yes. how, how, how is it that you're doing that? Are you are you just, I mean, are you physically going there? How? What is your protection? Do you have a protection bubble around? Well, we always have the, uh, the arm of God, plus we ask you, how you know we have a bubble, girl? Hey, 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 who told you we got a bubble? Yeah, it's it's you know, God takes us in the spirit. If you look at the book of Ezekiel, the book of Daniel, the book of Revelation, God took them places in the spirit and they was able to get you know experiences and see things and know things that was not available to other people. They were kind of like rewarded for their position or their hard work with the Lord and God just uh, you know just rewarded them by giving them extra revelation or extra wisdom or insight of things that usually people don't know because he want the world to know about hell but more importantly God wants the world to know he's not dead because uh, uh, America had been trying to get rid of God ever since the 50s and so now they have successfully done it in all of the schools and all the learning material. Because remember, the Bible was the only thing they learned to, to learn from in school back in the day. But now you got all kind of things you can't have God nowhere, not even in your lunchbox. <laughs> so yeah, God wants folks to know he's really alive and he still is a judging God, but he's also a loving God. So that's why he has somebody like me with so much personality that I can kind of like take the little you know, the oh, yeah. little bars and the little guards down that people have and still get the truth in there at some point to let them know God is not dead. God is so loving. He's so tremendously loving and kind, but he doesn't play. If you make a decision to be on the other side, not on his side, you he go with that decision. Now, also now, if he wants you bad enough, he can get you. Don't make no, no story about it. He can put you in a situation where you'll be gladly be saved. I'm talking gladly be saved. I, I, I hear you. I, I'll give you an amen for that one. I, I give you, I'll give you one. You got one from her. That where a whole lot of sickness and disease come from that people would begin to cry out to the Lord and be saved and get healed. Because there's two types of healing now. There's a, a healing from your physical. There's also healing from an eternity. Because how would you be in hell? tormented by every disease, every disease, demon, every sickness that's ever been known to man or be in heaven that's from all of that healed totally perfectly forever. I would want that one. Yeah, I would want that one too. I would. Um, Carl, Carl um, says the ministry has truly changed. Uh, uh, the ministry is truly life changing. It has saved my life, my marriage, and my family. Deliverance, deliverance, deliverance. <laughs> Amen. Uh, yeah, and Dr. Battle's books that are biblical and support what he's talking, go to, um, yes, we just had that website up there, www.jcmi-inc.org. Purchases books there. Um I could show you these are the books that he has available at the time. Um, Heaven, Deliverance, Hell, The Power of Satan, Original Demons, and, uh, Jesus, and Angels, They Live Among Us. So those are those are all available at those sites. Um, where is this picture? Hi, and this. probably very shortly he'll have some more books out there. Oh, absolutely. In fact, give props to my, my youngest daughter. She did all the artwork on all of my books. 
Yep. And then all of these, all of these um, websites that I'm showing, www.franklindbattleministries.com backslash, that is one web. YouTube is JCMI TV Network. Twitter is Upper Room Church, all one word. And you can find them on Facebook, Upper Room Church hyphen JCMI. And his main ministry website, www.jcmi hyphen inc.org. Okay. So I want to make sure I get all that out there. Back to my comments. Yes, because we don't want Tracy to be mad at us. <laughs> She's yeah, walking no, and talking. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. No, but I do believe I'm, 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 I'm here. I am here for a reason. I should have been dead many times, and I'm not. So. Oh, wow. And I'm so glad. I'm glad you live so I get a chance to meet you. Oh, yeah. thank you. Ditto. <laughs> Ditto. Ditto. Very glad to meet you, too. Um. I knew I knew this this was going to be controversial. I knew it, yeah, yeah because because of the the base of our show. But again, yes. we yes. are versatile. I honor and respect everybody's opinions. I mm. I truly do, you know. Yes, and I truly do believe in the positivity that you're putting out there. The you know the things that you're doing are great. The the miracles you're doing are great. You know, yeah. the deliverances are great. Those are good things. You know, the yes. world needs more good things. There's enough negative out there. We don't need to add any more. And we don't need to add it in our chat room either. <laughs> you know? Well, you know what? I'll have to give props to our chat room. They've been actually pretty good. I mean, I've been Amen. to other shows that they'd be like, you know, yes. and I've got to leave. But, you know, people in here, okay, there have been a few upset people. And, and rightfully so by their, their opinions and their standards. Yes. But everybody has been, you know, pretty cool. In fact, it's like labels. We always say labels. If you go up, it blow off. If you go down, it burn off. <laughs> I'm gonna stick with my label, right? Ah, <laughs> oh, you killing me! I got, I got some. What are we time? All right, we got like 20 minutes or so left, right? So we still got a bunch of questions to ask you. So yes. Okay, how? Hmm. What angels, okay, specifically, what angels have you met? And Ugh. and how, and, and how, can I, how can I? It would take it would take a, a week, but you know the main one, Gabriel, Michael. I met them, and you know all the all the angels have names. All demons have names. They have names that were given to them by God when God created them. Uh, you have the you know different names on the dark side. They got they they call them angels. They actually demons. But they have names also. Yes, they do. That's what we, yeah, I was trying to, like, um, I mean, there's been books published for millennia. Uh, a long time about the names of these things. Now, why most is... Of them are, most of them are baloney because they never met no angels themselves. But why is it, though, that when people uh, do exorcisms, they say it's so important to get the demon to say their name? 
you know well, well here here yeah here again we see that in scripture that jesus did that everything we do is prefaced based on what jesus did now in deliverance if you can get the demon's name or get the demon to manifest or talking through the person it's easy to cast them out because they work like behind the curtain or in a deception their whole thing is to make that person feel like they're not in there once we can get them talking or identifying themselves, then the person can't deny the demons inside of them talking. You can hear a different voice on the inside of you talking. A nice, beautiful, petite woman, all beautiful, hair all done. And she, but when she gets the manifest, she sounds like a real rough man. Hey, what are you doing messing with? You better leave my house alone. This is my house. You maybe you're a crazy man. Leave me alone. And I reach in there and grab her and kiss her. Stop kissing me. I said, I'm not kissing you, I'm kissing her. Stop it. <laughs> so why is my something to say to that one? I do not <laughs> at the situation. I'm just laughing. <laughs> you just like my you just like my style. But yeah, if you got if you have a person that complain about lust problem, uh perversion or drug use, then we call the spirit out by its function. Now it's not necessarily its name, but by its function, the spirit of lust. We call that by spirit of lust. Now if he manifests, we say, What is your real name? He'll tell us what his real name is. Hmm. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. Uh, Dave says, is our journey predestined? Uh, the scriptures say our journey is predestined. The problem is find out what are we predestined for. Yeah. Scripture said that God has vessels of honor and vessels of dishonor. He creates both. Hmm. But he also, as you said earlier, he gives us a choice. Mm -hmm. yeah. Although you're predestined, what we found is most people don't know what their predestination is. They don't know what God created them for. They don't know what they're supposed to be doing or what they're supposed to be. They don't even know what occupation they're supposed to be a part of. Our right. job is to hear from God for them and explain it to them. Well, all right. You, you're at a crossroads, right? You got a choice. You can go straight, left, or right, right? You go straight. And what happens? Nothing down. Follows you down there, and all hell breaks loose, and things are bad. Now, do you learn from that lesson? All right, that's probably not the road you should have taken. So maybe you yes. should go back to the crossroads. Yes. Take a left, <laughs> or take a right. You know what yes. I mean? So you got to learn from your mistakes, obviously. You know, and I think that people are born instinctively knowing right from wrong, whether you're brought up. And, and people are brought up badly all over the world, yet the world's worst parents can have a very honorable, respectful child. Yes. Right? You know, doesn't always stick. It's a here, here, yeah, here again, the, the great equalizer to all of that is God gave every human a conscience, a conscience on the inside of us that bear witness to what's right and wrong. It's not the person. It's what's in the person. God gifted every human with a conscience. Now, the more you persist in sin, the conscience now becomes sealed as though with a hot iron and it can no longer function as it did in the beginning. In fact, scriptures would say God would turn them over to a reprobate mind. A mind that's only bent on evil continually without the knowledge of God. We see that in the book of Genesis chapter 6 where God destroyed all mankind except one family because they were so bent on evil continually. Now for people that say that there's not a dark side or a light side, why did God destroy them and not destroy the righteous people? 
<laughs> because they were so totally evil and so totally bent on being opposite of what God created them to be, a glorious extension of his life on the earth, that all they want to do is sin and be like the enemy, like the devil. So God destroyed them all and started all over again. Clean slate. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes uh, I've been like, hmm, you know, I can tell you a few places that need a clean slate. Oh. Uh, you know, <laughs> But I, I can't. I'm not. I'm not good. I'm not making. Yeah. That. Hey. And always remember, everyone's gonna die sooner or later, so it's not gonna persist forever. That's it's true. not gonna last forever. That's true. But JoJo says, "But demons lie." Yes, but again, going back to you know, I think again, like you said, our conscience—that's a better word for it. I'm saying yeah. you know, like everyone knows right from wrong. You yes. know, and and you got that gut feeling. You know, when you're doing something wrong, you know it. You know it. You yeah. choose. Do it anyway, but you know, yeah. all right. I don't care if you say, "Oh well, I was drunk. Oh, I was yeah. on drugs. Oh, yeah. I was this. I was that bullshit." All right? And I'm yes. gonna say, yes. bullshit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it too, girl. Bully stuff. Bully <laughs> stuff. Bully stuff. <laughs> you know it. You know right from wrong. Yeah, um, but what, there, what, there what, what, no. chemically imbalanced people that see Okay. One note on JoJo's question is that demons are liars. But if you see in the scripture, book of Matthew and in, in the gospel, where the demons were talking to Jesus, they were telling the truth about Jesus. It's not just saying they can't tell the truth. They prefer a lie because a lie is deception. And that's how they, they work. But they can definitely tell the truth. Everything they said about Jesus was accurate and correct and to the point. He just told them, be quiet. Do not make me known. If people are going to get saved, they're going to get saved by faith that they believe in me, not in what you say about me. Hmm. Hmm. Well, that's a good point. Um, Chrisanne says, just curious, does he believe in reincarnation? Not sure if he said it and I missed it. Uh, no, we uh, didn't talk about that. Here Season again, we don't we don't believe in, in the classical uh, uh, setting of reincarnation because they reincarnation that you come back and be a dog or a cow or a butterfly or a gnat. Uh, we don't ask a bunch of baloney. It crazy. But what we do believe in is that if you see a classic case with Elijah and Elisha, Elisha spirit was upon Elijah. So it was it was like Elijah was still here, though it was Elisha because his spirit. And you also see that the same thing in the New Testament. His spirit was on John the Baptist, who was the forerunner of Jesus, because it's always prophesied in Judaism that a, a, a messenger shall come to herald or proclaim the coming of Jesus. And he, Jesus told his disciples, if you are willing to believe it, this is indeed Elijah, the prophet that it was prophesied will come. So it was just like he was Elijah because his spirit, Elijah's spirit was on John the Baptist. And so he fulfilled that ministry that uh, Jesus that was prophesied would come. Also in the book of Revelation, you're going to have Moses and Elijah coming back. And these are the two prophets or the two olive trees that shall come in the book of Revelation. You also see the same two with Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration. They came from heaven, was on earth talking to Jesus about what he's going to experience during the crucifixion. So we see a lot of times where they go and come, but it's not have nothing to do with reincarnation in terms of the classical way that reincarnation is taught and believed. Had nothing to do with it. Right. It only had to do with the sovereignty of God. God can do whatever he want to do. If he want to bring you back again, he can do that. If he don't, it, it, that's him. Okay. Lisa, Lisa DeStacio, she wants to know, does he know what level of heaven or hell you're, he's going to? Well, I'm sure he's going to heaven because that's what he's working on. Me? <laughs> did she say me? 
Yeah. I'm going to be on the top of the next door to God. Hey, wait a minute. You taking my apartment? <laughs> <laughs> it's not an apartment. It's a great spread, girl. It's a great spread. Okay. She's going to evict you. <laughs> you got to go through daddy. You got to go through daddy because he's very furious about me. <laughs> oh, my God. Look, I'm good. I, I'm good. People listen to me. God only knows why. <laughs> you have a ministry. You have a ministry calling, a ministry gift inside of you. Yeah. You just got to discover what that gift is and get with it and stop wasting time on the, on the wrong side. There's a lot of people going to listen to you even more. Because not only do you have a gift, you also have ministry gifts of healing and miracles in you as well. This is the prophetic side coming out. I'm just telling you what's on the inside. These are the things that God placed in you from birth. But a lot of times see, we don't have people to tell us this while we're young. We grow in the areas and direction where people tell us of what our feelings and our inclinations say, as opposed to hearing what God, the creator and the maker of, of all life, has for us to do. That's what you're talking about, the predestination or, or being predestined for certain things. That's what God put in us in our DNA when he created us. Every human was created for a purpose and to glorify God. But look at how many go to hell that never glorify God because their choose, their choice is to do something else. That's right. Choice. It's a choice. So Lorraine Stevens says, if you want real freedom and some real talk from a real prophet, you can find it here. Love Hallelujah. There you go. There you go. And and there's another one. Shalanda says, we love you, Dr. Battle. Two hearts. Hallelujah. <laughs> um, we oh, love you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just, um, I know you do, and I love y'all a whole bunch. Give me a big old hug. Oh, my God, I love it. Jojo says, I, I, I want to go where the animals go when I die. Other animals in heaven. That's a, that's a question. Is there animals yes, in heaven? Yes, there are animals in heaven, but there are no dogs allowed there. Animals, yes. Dogs, no. Okay, dogs as in two-legged or four-legged? <laughs> Four. Four unless they're missing two. Oh, no. Okay, explain, explain that one to me. Why are dogs not allowed in heaven? It's just God's choice. That's all. God don't want them there because... Uh, he just don't. He didn't tell me why. He just said, I don't, I don't like dogs up here. He's I a cat love person. My dogs. I love my dogs. My dogs I guess my dogs, I love, dog lovers I, are all going to hell. Yeah, I heard, I heard one lady. She said, if my dog not going to be in heaven, I'm not going. I said, well, oh, well. <laughs> Goodbye. I said, do you smell smoke sugar? <laughs> my dogs can be wherever they want to be. I'm going to be in heaven, honey. <laughs> oh, I love my dog. I love my dog. My dog did save my life. I, mm. I lost. I lost uh, my lab. I got a little peppy on puppy because I lost my lab, and then wow. I lost my husband. And all I had was that dog, and Amen. that dog saved my life. Thank and, the Lord. Yes, and she should be with me. Amen. I hope you be up there. Yeah. If you down there, she'll be with you. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee. There's a whole lot of human things now that are not going to be. Oh, the heck with that. I'm just going to stay on Earth for eternity. Damn. You <laughs> well, can't no, get No, no, no. Remember, Earth is going to become the lake of fire. What you see now will not be then. This Earth will be done away with. The new Earth is going to come to take the place of this old Earth. Hell is going to be emptied out and be tormented by the lake of fire. Satan and all of his demons, the false prophets, and all those folks will be tormented in the lake of fire. This Earth will be out there with an new earth is and it's going to change places 
So you would not want to be in this earth when the okay, fire comes. I'll go to the new earth. <laughs> Severe, <Right. laughs> <So> mama. <laughs> I've been told. Well, all right. Hey. Um, all right. We are we are we are taking down time here. Uh yeah. Isha says six sixty eight oh five Tara Boulevard, Jonesboro, Georgia, three oh two three six. We hope we all see you there. We love you all from the upper room church. Um that's wonderful. Hi Lordes. Um let's see, let's see. Anything else that's going here? Yeah. I, yeah, I know the, the 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 dogs. The dogs is an issue. The dogs is an issue with me. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're making a lot of enemies here, dude. I know. I know. Fox, Sorry that. about that, but I didn't make the rules. <laughs> okay, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Okay, from the, from the dog lady. Okay, laugh my butt off. Do, now this is hilarious. Does God God have allergies? Is that why? Now why are all of the animals with God leave the dog out? I got an answer. I always say yes. God, God is like, or when God's eating cheese doodles, that's when the orange stuff comes out. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> God has no allergies. He has no seeing. He has no diseases. He's perfect. He's just like Adam and Eve. Will be even greater. Remember, only sickness and disease came after the fall. Before that, it was none of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. When when they when they get deceived and they made that choice, and that's here here's a here's a good one for you. Guess how many children Eve had before the fall? None. Two. Four hundred. Dang, she was busy. <laughs> guess wait, how old? Guess wait, how old wait, Adam wait. was? Guess how wait. old Adam was when he fell? Wait, I don't remember ever reading that. You, you're not the prophet. You're not the friend of God. I got information you don't have access to. <laughs> now tell that to your fan club. Well, remember, that was before pain. There was no pain. Oh, but, okay, only, okay. but listen, she only, she only had 200 after the fall, though, because the pain came. <laughs> okay. Okay, 200. Just 200 after Just that. two. Draw the line at two hundred. <laughs> right. well, that's a that's a question. How come in in those days, in the days of the beginning, people lived eight, nine hundred, you know, thousands of years, and and now we're lucky if we hit a hundred? Because God created man to live forever to inhabit the earth realm. When sin came, it took Adam a long time for his body to be broken down to be able to die because he was created to live forever. Then God started diminishing the years that man could live so that he won't, they wouldn't have to experience this forever. Hmm. That's the loving part of God. Now, the reason why uh, Adam lived so long before the fall is because their speed, their time was... <laughs> he was a cougar. <laughs> What was that? Eve was a cougar. Eve was a cougar. Who that girl trying to growl at? <laughs> we'll bite our ears off. Okay, here's a, here's here's. I've got to I've got to put this one up. Okay, um, Christian, um, he's great. I totally disagree with everything he says, but you cannot dislike this guy. He makes me smile. Glory. Woo! I just hope you get converted, sugar, because with that kind of personality, you need to be in the kingdom. <laughs> oh, you love her. You would love her. Oh, my God. She's she's 
one of my favorite people. I love her. I just like to him up one time in my office so I can really give her some good counsel <laughs> and cast them devils up out that camp so she can be saved and born again. Oh, I would love. I would even, I would even cast them devils out free. I won't charge you a thing, baby. You got my address? Come on and see, Papa. Watch out because you're looking for three billion. You watch three billion. <laughs> That's only from NASA. <laughs> uh, right, but, but, but this is a legit question. All right, how how can a person stop curses or bad juju? That's being uh, easy, easy. Curses are easy to be broken if you're born again. If you're born again, we have the authority and the power to break any curse. If it's a curse of witchcraft, I destroy that curse of witchcraft in the name of Jesus. By the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, I destroy you and command you to go back to your sender. Because nothing comes to us unless it's sent by someone in witchcraft or the dark side. They send it out all the time. We just send it back. But our way is we intensify the power of it a thousandfold so they'll learn to bother us. Okay. All right. Let's see. All right, because we got okay, five minutes. You only got like six or five minutes left. Oh, I thought we would go on and on and on. We could oh, go. On. No, my husband will divorce me. And then I, you will find I, me. I, I, lunch over there. I just had a late lunch. I'm ready to go. Let's let's <laughs> keep on talking. I'm gonna get some converse in this room before it's over. I even if it's the fox, I need to get the fox saved. <laughs> the box is saved. I'm good. I'm, good. I'm very good. All right. One other right. thing about heaven. One other thing about heaven. Everything is in heaven. In heaven is alive. The grass is alive. It talks. The animals are alive. They talk. The air talks. Everything. The instruments talk. Musical notes are. They are alive. They don't. They don't. The musical notes. They are persons. Everything up there is alive. Even the water is alive and it talks. Now that's like that. Uh, heaven, God got a big old uh, sea of water standing up in a corner, and I go up there and practice walking on the water. Be quiet in the house. Say something. That's the first time you had me silenced. I, I don't even know. Oh, what to say. If I have a gag, tell you all the about heaven, you would really be shocked. <laughs> okay, I got a question for you. Let's see if you this one. Funny stuff right on the track. Yes, ma'am. Okay, is it okay to take mind altering drugs to get spirit or the supernatural? Yeah, on the dark side, that's what they do. Uh, in witchcraft or the occultism, they always take drugs. They're always in, in, just so incensed on drugs. Uh, this thing of, of sexual permission, all that kind of stuff. They, they do all kind of crazy things to get in the spirit. Us, we cannot do it because it's what it said, mind altering. God doesn't want our mind to be altered. He just wants to move it out and get our spirit out. Because remember, you're not in control of anything when you're on those drugs. Whether it's prescription drugs or over-the-counter drugs, some of them are very, very strong. And that's what they do on the dark side. That's how they enter the spirit realm because all of this is just a uh, kind of like a curtain that the devil deceives them. They're thinking that you can do this. Therefore, they do crazy stuff without being sensitive of what they're really doing, like killing people and drinking their blood and, and having a baby just to sacrifice it to Satan. They do that all the time. And they drink the blood because the scripture said the life of the person is in the blood. So that's why they do those kind of things, because the devil teaches them you'll get more power, more supernatural power when you drink the blood of another person. And that, that's what they do. And the higher they are, the more people they have to kill, they become high warlocks or witches in the world. The highest warlock, that means he'll kill the, and sacrifice more people than other folks. 
and therefore he get more power and more permission from Satan to do supernatural dark things. But that's not all of them, though. You're you know, the, high, the highest one. I'm not talking about the kind you're talking about. Those are little play toys. They don't know about what witchcraft really is. They play with stuff in the dark. Because one thing for sure, when you know what this really is, you would dare not even enter that door. It's like people in, in uh, Mason, in the Masonic. They don't even tell you until you get to the 31st level that you got to take an oath to Satan when you get to the 31st level. They don't even tell you that because it's a secret society. It's even secret within the society itself. So they have you lured in for all these years. Brainwash you. Now you got to take an oath to Satan to go even higher. That's how these things work. Right, right, right. I'll be turning around and walk back. But is it okay to have a spirit guide? And if so, how would you seek one out? Well, if someone came to me with a spirit guide, Someone came to me with a spirit guide. The first thing I do, I cast the spirit guide out because they can't hear wisdom or counsel with a demon whispering in their ear. The angels are our God. The Holy Spirit are our guides, not a demon. If it's a, a, a familiar, it's a, if it's a spirit guide, it's usually a familiar spirit with the family that guides the family. Okay. Okay. Well, we are down to 60 seconds, 60 seconds on. And I'm just getting warmed up. I'm just been toasting. Shoot. Yeah. So I, I have to say, I have to say, right, this has been something. An interesting show. <laughs> this has been something. This has been something. A very interesting show. I'm so glad that you came on with us. And you got to have me back. You got to have me back. I'm going to have to have you back. We're going to have to continue this conversation for sure. So let's see, which one of these is the eggs? All right. I do have to play my, my exit thing here. Yeah. And um and and yeah, we're, we're going to be talking. We will be talking. Thank you, everybody in the chat rooms. All right. It's been Bye. great. Thank you again for joining us for another episode of The Fox Den. We would love it if you would go over to our YouTube channel, which is The Fox Den, hosted by Gina Bankston. Please like and subscribe our channel and join us in the chat room there while we stream live every Thursday evening from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll see you next week. Good night. All righty. When are they going up? Basically.